And what's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of that Rampage Review Show on the Technology News Talk. As you are, as you already know, here with me is my co-host Lillian Banfair. What's up, bro? What is good, everybody? Happy Saturday! All right, all right. But uh, before we get into the, today's uh, Rampage re- Review Show, I want to—I uh, got a, a little exciting news for, for AEW. Is that AEW is now officially being under the umbrella of both Water Media and Discovery Inc. following a merger between the two entertainment uh, collaborators. Discovery announced yesterday that the shareholders had approved on the merger between the companies, officially creating Wonder Brothers and Discovery described as a premier world entertainment company. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I did not hear about that. That's interesting news. Trigo, thanks for the news break. Yeah, so this brings up a lot of possibility. So, um, even though Water Media has HBO Max, and then Discovery Inc. has uh, their own streaming channel as well, so this brings up a lot of question: Is the two streaming servers going to merge together, and how does AEW fall into this? Uh, are we going to expect to see? The, the live pay-per-views, I mean, even though the pay-per-views be on Fight TV and, and Bleach Report, but we're also going to get it on a on a streaming service uh, that is owned by WarnerMia and Discovery. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities to go to. Even Tony Khan mentioned it, and now he has bought, uh, as we mentioned before, that he bought ROH and looking to use their library to put it in a streaming server as well. So uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of possibilities here. So what do you think on this huge news? Man, it looks like some things are at work here. Um, you know, with Tony Khan taking care of Ring of Honor, getting them under there. I mean, it's a good opportunity for Ring of Honor to be on a Discovery Network now, you know, or or, or on Discovery platform. So I was wondering what would Tony Khan do? Like, you know, since we have Dynamite on TBS, you know, will Ring of Honor get a TV deal as well on one of these networks since the Time Warner likes working with Tony Khan? Yeah, um, I know uh, they they work with TNT and uh, and TBS as well, but there's other um, uh, networks as well that's under um, mm-hmm. Media and Discovery. So it's just a matter of what they're gonna do with the TV. If if it's gonna be a TV deal or is it gonna be a streaming deal? Well, we don't know it yet. A lot of opportunity. A lot of opportunity happening. Yeah, but all we know right now is AEW is under Warner Media and Discovery. If we hear any more news on uh, going forward with that, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Indeed. But um, Rampage, again, this was the fallout for Revolution and then building towards the Dynamite St. Patrick's Day Slam show. So Dynamite opened up with Darby Allen versus Mark Quinn. So it was kind of slow at start, but it was but it got pretty good at the end. So at the end in the closing moments, Allen went to the top for the coffin drop, but Cassidy's distract him. Sting took care of Cassidy, but Quinn pushed Allen off the top to the floor. Allen followed that up with a 50 uh, uh 450 splash. To the floor, Quinn rolled back into the ring while the ref counted, but Allen also beat the ref's count. Quinn covered Allen for the two, 
Quinn went to the top for Shooty Star Press, but Allen moved and snatched Quinn up for a future armbar. Quinn quickly tapped out. In the post-match, the new AFO, no longer a HFO, start their way to the ring. But the Hardy Boys, with their uh, their 2000s Hardy Boys gear, came out a run of interference. And Taz was like, hey, I know that song. Adrade's crew left through the crowd. So we all know this match will, was, uh, uh, it started with the angle of Je- Jeff Hardy making his AEW Dynamite review on Wednesday. So uh, like I said before on the Dynamite review show, this might end up being the Hardy Boys teaming up with Sting and Darby Allen against the new H- AFO uh, crew somewhere down the line, maybe uh, close to um, double or nothing, give or take. So uh, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, what do you think? I was going to say, how lucky was that crowd being able to see Jeff Hardy come out twice? And then the second time he comes out, he's like in the full Jeff Hardy, you know, get up with Matt Hardy. You know, this is traditional Hardy boys. You know, I think sometimes Matt, uh, the way he tells his story is just like, you know, it doesn't need build up. It's just there, 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 you know, um, which is cool because it just it, it doesn't, you know, beat around the bush. It's just like, this is the story. You're a wrestling fan. You can follow it. You know, so seeing Matt just jump right into that, you know, outfit so quick. I'm like, man, we've seen you so many different times. But I guess this is the same guy where we had to, like, sit there and watch him, you know, go from three different versions of Matt Hardy in one match. So, uh, you know, that's no problem. But I like uh, I like the match between Darby Allen and uh, Marquez. I think they did a really good match. That 450 splash off the top out out to the apron like that that was ridiculous like uh or out to the floor i should say that was a crazy spot for marquez so uh, i like the match and i think seeing uh private party versus the hardy boys is going to be a dream match for private party and i'm pretty sure it's what inspired matt to get jeff back in there so they can have these matches together and these guys can say they went against the hardy boys so i'm excited to see the hardy boy run and AEW. My dream is for the Hardy Boys to, to win the AEW War Tag Team Titles because the Hardys oh, wow. almost win. Uh, they almost won every tag team title in every company. You name it: WWE, ROH, WCW, uh, Impact, all around the world. So I want them to win the AEW War Tag Team Titles in their. Uh, it could be their last run to, 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 together before they hang up the boots. You think it's going to be Hardys versus Young Bucks for the belt? Uh, depends on who get them first. The Young Bucks or Red Dragon from Jungle Boy, Lucasoy, or whoever takes the belt off of it. But we'll see that, that down the line. Down the line. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But um, so we have a promo backstage. Dan Lambert cuts a promo uh, about Larry, uh, Larry Z and Bruto San Martillo. In relation to Warlow and MJF, Scorpio Sky had a ditch extra, had to ditch the extra TNT uh, title belt, and he promised Warlow he'll just be another victim of the streak in San Antonio. Again, I had to ask this question. Do you think the streak going to continue or Scorpio Sky is going to be a transitional champion? 
Now, again, I think uh, American top team is going to do every hill tactic they can to make sure that uh, Scorpio Sky walks out of Texas with the belt. Um, I think um, it's too quick for Scorpio Sky to drop the belt. There's not enough buildup. Or Max may end up interfering in this match to cost Wardlow his opportunity. But in every great babyface run, you need that obstacle. And it's too soon for Warlow to get the belt. It would feel rushed. It would feel, you know, uh, like they just handed it to him. They need to see, the crowd needs to see him really work for it and go through this story and go through this journey for it. So Scorpio Sky will retain the belt one way or another. Um, he's going to retain that belt, I believe. I mean, I understand why they gave it to uh, the, the, the Scorpio guy, being that he is the first uh, African-American TNT champion. Now we got uh, the TNT champion and the TBS champion, both African-American, which is a huge congrats. But I understand why they get, on the other side, I understand why they gave it to Scorpio's guy because he's a heel. And um, I don't think they want uh, Warlord to do the pop-up uh, symphony on, on Sammy Gabar. They much rather do it on, on a bad guy, which is Scorpio's guy. So, um. Is it worth to see how many power bombs if uh, Warlow is going to give Scorpio Sky? It's going to give him. Now, if he catch him in that power bomb situation, that's going to be a different story. We, I may have to eat my words here, but again, I think something's going to happen where either Sean Spears, Max, MJF, um, or American Top Team Warlow has too many people not wanting that belt on his waist for him to win right now. Hmm. Um, after that promo, we had a promo of the House of Black. They're a very good promo. I hope this leads towards the trios championship coming soon. And like I said before, the House of Black should be the first champion. Should be the first champion. Um, wait, say it again. Uh, we had a promo from the House of Black, and remember, I said from the uh from the Revolution uh trios. show. Yeah, the trio styles. That the House of Black should be the trio, the first trios champions. Okay, I thought I missed something, and they announced the trio championship. I'm like, wait, oh no, they announced it. Uh, they oh, haven't announced okay. it yet, but uh, when, but when they do, House of Black should be the first. Should be the first. Man, I was like, I must uh, went to the bathroom on that part. What did I miss? Um, okay, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know if I agree with they should be the first, but they definitely should have it. I think Death Triangle should be the first. Me personally. That, uh, that, but, that, could, that could be either way. That could be either Yeah, way. but we got to have Ray Phoenix. You know, Ray Phoenix got to be a part of that, you know. So, as long as Ray Phoenix is there, I'm cool with it. Yeah, definitely. So, um, next match we have Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes Martinez. This all leads to the uh, Steel Cage or women's title match between Big, Big Breaker and Thunder Rosa. So, in the final moments, Mar Mar Martin Mercedes Martinez came back. By suplexing hit Hater into the buckles, Martinez hit the Spider German suplex from the from the top. But while Rebel discrat the ref, Martinez pulled herself pulled pull herself up into an attack from Baker, who pound Martinez with forearms. Hater then threw threw a stuffed lariat and got the pinfall on Martinez. After the match, Brit and her crew set up. Martinez for a curve stop onto the women's title belt, but Thunder Rosa ran in with a chair of, uh, to make the save. So, 
I think this is a really good match between these between these two ladies. Yeah, yeah. Even though AEW's version of a steel cage is kind of like a hell of a cell a little bit, but it, it, it like covers like the 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 whole ring and it has a the roof on the top. So um, we ain't we ain't gonna go to get no interference. Just uh, uh the just Brit and Thunder together in the cage. And Thunder wins the women's world title in our hometown. And we have a new champion. And we can finally move on to some new challengers. We can move on to some new challengers. Yep. I think, but, but real quick, um, I think uh, Jamie Hayter and Mar, uh, Mercedes Martinez worked really well together. They're both like powerhouse kind of wrestlers. Uh, they both have really good strength. But I think there was some chemistry with them. I think they worked well. I wouldn't mind seeing their match again, actually. Yeah, they, they 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 put on a good uh, uh rest of it. It lasted about like close like close to nine minutes, and um so Ricardo uh, Sheeta cut a promo on Serena D. Sheeta wants revenge on D. D can go for Sheeta's knee again, but Sheeta will cut her head off, and that's a real aggressive there. So I'm looking at the next time they meet, probably gonna be a stipulation match, probably a no DQ match. Or a street fight or something like that, uh, where down the line somewhere. Down the line. Did you see that cool moment where like uh, Sheeta was like, uh, uh, cut your head off, and she cut like she did the cut motion, and her jacket fell off. I was like, okay, anime character. Uh, that was dramatic. Yes. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, we have Keith Lee versus QT Marshall. This last four minutes. Um, Marshall snap in the final moments. Marshall snap Lee's neck across the top row and then hit a top row drop kick for one count. Lee floored Marshall with a lariat, then went for the big bang cat catastrophe. Uh, Camarado grabbed Lee's foot to distract Lee. Marshall went for the diamond cutter, but Lee uh, shrugged off Marshall off and hit the big bang catastrophe for the win at four minutes. It kind of felt long a little bit if you look at it, but uh, but in reality it was just like four minutes. But um, after the match, Solo jumped on Lee, and they went really bad, and this went really bad for him. Cormado ran in and did a little better. Now there's a match. Uh, uh, that's going that's going to be a match I like to see with Cormado and Lee just down down the road down the road. But Lee hit him with a pop a pop up power bomb. Corrado went to the floor and Lee tossed Solo into Marshall and Camaro on the floor. But after at feeding off the D squad assault, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Stars ran in and take out Lee out for real. Hobbs hit Lee with a, with a body block. Stars flew in with a clothesline and Hobbs took Lee down with a spine buster. So, do we see possibly Keith Lee, either Powerhouse Hobbs or Ricky Starks. Or Ricky. I think, uh, first off, uh, this, that was really good match with QT Marshall, like calling for the diamond cutter and everything. Um, man, Nick Camarado has not been having a good, like, three weeks on Rampage. I feel like he just kind of got manhandled by Wardlow. Now he's getting manhandled by Keith Lee. Uh, I will say uh, Keith Lee's finisher 
Uh, I'm not sure what the name of his finisher is, but that finisher, that jackhammer he does, it really looks like it's going to knock the wind out of you. Like, if that big dude landed on you like that. So, props out to QT Marshall for making that move look like it really knocked the wind out of him. Um, I was shocked when Powerhouse Hobbs was able to um, do that slam on uh, Keith Lee, man, that, that spine buster on Keith Lee. I, I was not expecting that. He is a big dude. Powerhouse, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs is a big dude. I, I really want to see the match. I think, you know, when when these they, when they have like these new guys come in, these like these guys who's been around the, like working for a long time, you can see AEW. They always put these uh, the new people that come in that have this experience, and they put them in with some of their younger pillars. I mean, I know they got the four pillars. But Powerhouse Hobbs is a pillar of AEW as well. He is their, you know, their original OG kind of big guy, um, him and Warlow. So I'm seeing that they put in Keith Lee with Powerhouse to help Powerhouse get better, just like they put CM Punk against Powerhouse to help Powerhouse get better. So uh, I'm cool with them putting Keith Lee with Powerhouse to what AEW do. And I know Keith Lee is going to move on. Um, and have some incredible rivalries in this company, but it's good to have them with these guys now and help these guys learn from them um, going forward. If I was going to book this rivalry, I would say let Keith Lee fight Powerhouse Hobbs first, and then and if Keith Lee could get past Hobbs, then let him fight Ricky Stars and have Keith Lee take the AEW uh, championship away for Ricky Stars. And that would kind of piss off a task for that. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's time for someone outside of FTW to have the FTW championship. Yeah. But if some way, somehow, if um, uh, Hooks decides to go, this is, this, is, this is just a fantasy right now. Yeah, stay with me. What if Hook? Battles Ricky Stars, and then Taz say, "Oh, I got to go with my son. It's time to take the, the a, a, a FTW championship off Ricky Stars and put it on hook." What do you think about that one? Oh boy, I mean that's going to be a big one too if that happens. Um, I, I'm interested to see how they bring if they're going to bring Taz. In with Hook, I mean, I think it would be look, it would look cool to have Taz walk Hook out to the ring, you know. And I think if anyone's gonna come out with like a towel over their head and you know that traditional like Taz entrance, uh, will we see Hook eventually get to that level, you know, where he's coming out with that traditional Taz with the towel, the tape, and everything, and that aggression? Um, I don't know. I think Hook needs to kind of still be able to prove himself first before they bring him in, but it'd be good to have Taz eventually there. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see uh, down the line, and also we'll see how the uh, rivalry of Keith Lee versus Team Tag uh, goes. And um, main event promo time, Tony Nese requested this match with Strickland because he is the premier athlete. Nice hasn't been defeated all year. Sure, Strickland is used to, to beating knees on Friday nights. So why not do it again in Swerve's house? It's time for the main event. So before the main event, uh, we have a couple of announcements for Dynamite this Wednesday. Is that Brian Danielson and John Moxley with William Regal take on 
Willie Utada and Chuck Taylor with Orange Cassidy and Dan Helsing in their corner. Uh, the, the champion team, uh, the AEW World Champion, Adam Page, Hey Man Adam Page, with the World the Tag Team Champions, uh, Jurassic Express versus Adam Cole and Red Dragon, Kyle Ray and Bobby Fish. Warlow versus Scorpio Sky for the TNT Championship. And Thunder Rosa versus Britt Breaker in a steel cage for the AEW Women's Championship. And then next Friday's Dynamite is going to air right after what after one of the first rounds of the NCAA March Madness of the basketball game. They haven't mentioned well what time yet, but just keep a lookout on that. We'll probably give you an update if they give the uh, update on that on Wednesday. But just uh, keep your uh, uh, keep looking on the times and when it's going to come. And then when does the uh, the first round start on that for, on that next Friday? Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't. I would not want to be the the people who got to get in the in the ring with Moxley and uh, Danielson. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. I know they're guys. I know they're all professionals. But man, it looks like they're really hitting pretty damn snug uh, right now. Yeah. So, uh, uh, main event time. Sir uh, Strickland. Versus uh, Tony Nese in the final moments. Strickland went for the sunset flip, but Nese rolled through and caught Strickland with a kick. Nice then follow up with a 450 splash for the near fall. Nice then went for the uh, pump handle slam, but Strickland counter into a tombstone position. Nice slide out of the move onto the apron, but Strickland took him out with a kick, then hit the stomp out onto the floor. Back to the ring, Strickland hit a stop that came off to the top with a double stomp to get the uh, the pinfall. So that pretty good uh, debut match for for Strickland and um, his future uh, is it's golden. Well, we'll see. Oh yeah, the future is bright for for Swerve, man. Um, I think this match is really good. I'm not gonna lie. A couple of moments it did feel it felt like it had that WWE kind of feel to it. Everything was a little slow, um, or they were really slow to get up. Uh, that's one of the things I don't like about the E. So, but I understand these guys, you know, wrestled each other more in that company than AEW. So hopefully the guys in the back kind of give them notes saying, you know, AEW style. But the crowd had a good reaction to it, and it was a great applause at the end. Um, but I will say that was my only critique. Some of it felt a little WWE-ish um, and not that AEW style that I like to see. Um, but I think it was definitely a great debut. Swerve has swag, man. He just he's a fun promo to watch. He's great to watch in the ring. Uh, and I'm looking forward to kind of seeing um, you know, where it goes. And also while I was watching that match, I was like, man, this is what 205 could have been like every episode. You know what I'm saying? Like every episode of 205 should have been light, you know, like lit. Like it should have been a good show. It should have always had some incredible things and you know, some really good matches. So I think, you know, I would even say, man. It would be cool if AEW had like their own version of like an X division or a cruciate belt, um, like how WCW did. Like I think if WCW, like if, if AEW adopts that cruciate division, like WCW did, and have its own cruciate, the AEW cruciate belt, I think that AEW cruciate belt could be one of the most sought off belts in the cruciate division for a lot of these high flyer guys if they had that uh, 
if they had that belt there. So an uh, AEW Cruiserweight belt, I think, is needed for these type of performers. Well, we'll see what, what Tony Khan has in mind for, like, future titles. Well, we don't want to get too many championships like WWE is there. Let's keep it um, – True, true. true. But, now that, now, but now that he has Ring of Honor, it's nothing wrong with, you know, using those titles as well. You know what I'm saying? That that can be featured on AEW television, but they're Ring of Honor belts. Well, that's of course, yeah. Ring of Honor is different because you know, uh, you have one company that's the all the AEW titles, and you have one company on the side that's the, the ROH titles. And then you can see probably like uh, uh like the Ring of Honor originals, and then you can probably throw in some of the AEW wrestlers as well to try to spice up uh, each match up it is. But um, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, I I've got very uh, excited to see uh what what's gonna happen with RH and they're gonna get a, a a show soon. And um because the Owen Hart Cup is uh, is right around the corner. So uh, it depends on how many positions is gonna be uh, in the men's and the women's. So it's gonna be very interesting. And you're gonna probably gonna see a lot of um free agents and those who are contracts gonna be up soon probably going to uh to take place in the in in those tournaments so it's going to be very interesting down the line uh going in into double or nothing but uh this show you know, last night was pretty solid it was just a build up towards the upcoming dynamite show or the st patrick's day slam and then after that you're going to move on to double or nothing in may all right yeah man i was very excited with this episode of rampage last night Hardy Boys are in AEW, and I think uh, that's one of the most exciting runs that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm also looking forward to see when CM Punk comes back and MJF comes back, most likely next week sometime. And I'm so excited to see what Ring of Honor becomes under this AEW kind of umbrella, under the, under the guidance of Tony Khan, and see if that company uh, is going to have a resurgence. I can let you know right now, whatever, whenever the first Ring of Honor show comes in and it's going to be a Tony Khan kind of ran production, then I am going to be there to watch it and see what happens and see what it, what new wrestling energy can be, you know, brought up with Ring of Honor. So uh, looking forward to the future, man. The future is bright, I think, for hardcore wrestling fans. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, uh, before we wrap up, anything else you want to add on? Yeah, man. Me, me, our, our my rise characters got to go one on one in the ring. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Right. But uh, are you gonna play the man's first, or are you gonna play the women's one first? I'm gonna play the man's one first, man. I'm gonna actually right after this. I'm gonna go down and get my my rise uh, story created. I've been spending a lot of time in showcase mode and just playing versus. Uh, my nephew's my nephew's here from Detroit, so we've been playing the verses. And you know, my nephew's not a big fan of wrestling fans, but he had fun playing the two K twenty two. So I think you know, I think this one is a good game. I think it's a lot faster, like you know, quicker. It's different in many ways, but it's the same in a couple of ways. Uh, but I think they finally got a good game. And thank you to two K nineteen who've been holding it down for like five years. I can finally put you on the shelf. Yeah, and then somewhere down the line, uh, me, you, and Donna has got to do a tier list with, between all WWE games and do a, do a tier list of uh, which one was better and which one sucked. Oh, yikes. Okay. <laughs> I'm down with it. Yeah. But um, other than that, 
He is Leland, and I'm Trico, and we're signing off. Peace.